Hey, this is Thomas Q. Jones, former UVA All-American running back, and you're listening to The Jerry Ratcliffe Show. Wahoo-wah. Welcome to The Jerry Ratcliffe Show. I am Chris Graham, and uh, Jerry, we're going to talk some UVA basketball here today uh, on this late spring day, and uh, I hope things are going well for you on your side of the hill. Yeah, everything's going great. Uh, same for you. I see you guys had a tornado earlier in the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, not far it, from but, my house, actually. Glad things worked out. So not no no, da- no injuries, no not a lot of damage in the area. So or things worked out great. That's that's great. Um, we have a special guest today. But I, first, I want to thank our sponsors, Greenberry's Coffee, the official coffee of JerryRackliff.com. Uh, they're all over Charlottesville and now uh, are expanding to Europe. Uh, they're in Saudi Arabia. They're in Japan. They're all over Washington, D.C. and Northern Virginia. So drop by Greenberries and make sure you go to our uh, website. Greenberries Coffee is giving out a free year supply of coffee to lucky winners. They're going to name uh, several winners. Just go there and fill out the, uh, the form and enter the contest. Also, UVA Orthopedics and Aberdeen Barn and Ragged Mountain Running Chops. So uh, please visit those people and tell them thank you for being our sponsor. So without further ado, let's bring on uh, our guest today, our great guest today, uh, Kihei Clark, uh, a staple of Virginia basketball for the past four years and delighted that he'll be back for a fifth year. Uh, And uh, man, Kihei, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on. And um, yeah, I'm excited for the new year. Yeah, I mean, gosh, just stop and think about it for a while out there, people. Uh, you've got the six top scorers returning to Virginia basketball, and Kihei was the last one to confirm it. Um, how long, Kihei, did you uh, deal with that decision, or did you make it early and just kind of keep it to yourself? Um. No, I didn't make it too early. Um, honestly, I just – I honestly didn't know what I was going to do. Um, obviously, it's a big decision in my life, um, whether to come back or, or to pursue my professional career. But, um, yeah, I talked it over with my family and um, ultimately thought coming back was, was the best decision. So, uh, I love it here, and I can't wait for the new year to come. So, What, what do you like most about uh... – you know, staying here for another year. You said you love it here. You said, I mean, Virginia basketball, the university, the community, uh, all the friends you've accumulated over the years. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a mix of things. Um, first and foremost, probably just the coaching staff here and the culture here at, at UVA basketball um, with the program. Um, that's obviously really important. And the bonds with the people that I – that I've met, um, especially on this team, everybody coming back. So um, I think we can do something special. And obviously I have a, a dream of playing professionally. So um, coming back also helps that and, and being able to have an extra year to get better and to improve and to be more consistent. So, um, yeah. Well, how much recruiting did Coach Bennett give you to, uh, to try to get you to stay? I'm sorry, what did you say? How much of a recruiting pitch did Coach Bennett give you to try to get you to stay? 
Um, it it honestly wasn't that much of a of a of a pitch. He just we kind of just sat down and um and had and had the talk. And I said I I wanted to come back if you know if you he, if he'd allow it. And um of course he was excited to to hear the news. And um that's kind of just how it went. Um, but it was kind of mutual and um yeah everybody's excited. So I think we can accomplish something special. Uh, with that in mind, we, um, I was talking to Larinaga the other day, and uh, he thinks because you guys have your top six back and then an infusion of some more guys, uh, he says he, he thinks you guys can win the ACC. Is that is that what you're already thinking? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we have goals of winning the ACC, the tournament, the ACC tournament, and then obviously at trying to make the tournament um, for next year. Um, but trying not to think too far ahead, but obviously um, we keep this past year in, in the back of our minds and, and how it went. So um, never losing that edge and, and using that to fuel us next year. Did Even though you guys won 21 games and, and had a successful season, some people would – that's a bad season for you guys, I guess, but for some people it'd be a, a pretty good season. Uh, did it leave a bad taste in your mouth the way things ended? Would you, would you, is that one of the driving forces you want to come back? You don't want to go out on a note like that? Uh, I mean, Hey, if, if coming back wasn't in my future and I was going professional, I'd, I'd have to live with it and, and have no regrets about it. But obviously um, I want to win, and um, yeah, being able to make the tournament this upcoming year would would mean a lot. And just having um a season that we know we could have had, um, if we just tighten a few things up. So we think we're close, and um, I think we can we can do it if we if we just lock in on a, a couple areas. Yeah, it seems like uh, you know, with so many new parts and guys playing different roles. Or, or more of a role this past season. It just took longer for this team to to really come together. But when it did, I mean, you guys showed you can beat anybody pretty much. Is is that the way you kind of viewed the season? Just it was a matter of just everybody getting on, finally getting on the same page? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we were all we were all new. We haven't played with each other besides me and Reese, really. Caden didn't get that many minutes. Poppy didn't get that many that many minutes so it was kind of it was a new it was a new area and um a new team put together so it took us a while I think um but yeah I think later on in the season I think we showed that we can compete with a lot of teams and um yeah I think uh if we tighten up some areas I think we're right there um in the tournament maybe um so just looking in on those areas and just reflecting on the season and uh I think we can we can do some, some, some pretty cool. And uh, Tony's last home press conference, uh, he said something that, that none of us who have covered him his entire career ever heard, ever heard him say. Uh, I don't know what he told you guys in the locker room, but uh, it left fans kind of wondering exactly what he meant. And, it, and even media, we couldn't figure out exactly either, but, he essentially said that anybody that didn't want to uh, work well, essentially wasn't welcome back to the team. How did, how did you guys take that message? Was that just sort of another 
Tony challenge to, to work harder to get back to the NCAA next year? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, I think it was kind of just to push us um, off the court this spring and, and putting in our off season work and just trying to get better. Um, you know, so just taking that next step, I think we're right there. So everybody's going to improve, um, especially as a team and individually, making sure everybody gets their individual workouts and, I know we're all in the gym right now, grinding in the weight room. Um, but he did say there was going to be a lot of competition. So um, being able to fight for your minutes and and just being able to compete um, and just trying to gain that competitive mindset, um, I think it would be really important. Uh, do you feel like this is your team? I mean, this is your fifth year. You've been starting for forever. Uh you're, I guess it's it's only natural to look at you as the leader of this team with your experience and being point guard who has to be a bit of a leader anyway. Uh, do you feel like this is your team? And if, if you feel that way, what do, what do you have to do uh, in terms of change or adjustment yourself just, just to be that guy that everybody looks to and, and for leadership? Um, yeah, I mean, essentially, I mean, I am the oldest, the older guy that that has had a lot of the experience. So um, I guess you can say I'm, I'm one of the leaders, at least. And um, I think to be some to be some special next year, I think we're, we're all going to have to lead each other and push each other um, on the court and off the court. Because um, they say like the, the player led teams um, are, the, are the really good ones. So everybody's going to have to lead and everybody's going to have to talk and communicate. Um, but I think just showing the young guys, especially the four coming in and Ben, um, when he comes in, um, the culture here and just bringing them along if, if we're doing workouts and just showing them what, it, what it's like to be a, a part of this culture. This is Chris Slade, former University of Virginia, defensive end, graduate of 1993, back on the staff at UVA, excited to be back coaching um, my old stomping grounds. You're listening to the Jerry Ratcliffe Show. Chris? You mentioned Ben, ben Vanderplas. Um, what was your reaction when you heard that he uh, had committed, and um, how do you think he'll fit in with the group next year? Um, yeah, uh, of course, very happy to have him. He's a, he's a really good player. Um, older player. He's got a lot of experience. He's played in the tournament. Um, they beat us, and I remember uh, playing against him. I, I think he had like 10 straight points in the second half. That's that's what I could remember. So um, I know he can really shoot it. He can stretch the floor, and I know he's a strong uh, strong presence inside. He's a strong, strong dude. So um, I'm sure he's not going to have a hard time fitting in. Um, he's a selfless player, so um, it might be a uh, a while, not a while, but um, a little difficult at first to learn the defensive scheme of things, but he's got a lot of years under his belt, so it shouldn't be too tough for him, and, and we'll help coach him along and, and bring him along too. There's a trip to Europe coming up this summer for you guys, right? Um, that's a chance for some bonding with both with Ben, I guess, coming in. Of course, you guys, the, the core group is back, but but then there's the, the four freshmen coming in too. That can be a real important kind of bonding kind of thing for, for the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we go to Italy in August, so um, we'll get to Charlottesville a little earlier uh, and uh, we'll work out and, and do some team practices and stuff. So 
guys will be learning the the concepts a little sooner than than usual. But um, it might be a little fast, but just to put their head down and just keep working because um, we're all together uh, and we're all behind each other, supporting each other. So just trying to get get that aspect down. And of course, um, the trip should be fun. So um, it'll be a, a nice bonding moment to just learn the guy, learn about the guys and and feel each other out um, the personality wise um, and uh, off the court. So it should be a good time. You talked about the, the when, when Coach Bennett threw out the challenge, everybody's got to get a little better for next year. What are you going to be working on on your game over the offseason, um, you know, in addition to stuff in the weight room conditioning? What are you going to be working on as far as your game goes? Uh, I've just been working on getting a little more consistent. I think you can always work on your shot. So I think I took a little step in my shot last year, and I, I look to take another step this year. And um, and just work on my, my floater and my finishing and just trying to be a little bit more consistent. Uh, saw you a few weeks ago at Ralph Sampson's, uh, ribbon cutting ceremony. He had you and the team over. Uh, I think he kind of surprised you a little bit when he handed you the microphone <laughs> and asked you for some comments. Did he catch you a little off guard there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, de he definitely caught me off guard. I didn't know I was going to be speaking, but, um, I'm taking a speaking, speaking in public class, um, this semester. So I put that put that to the test and I think I, I think I handled myself uh, pretty well on there. So it wasn't yeah, too you bad. Did. You were good, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Do you get extra credit for that? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no extra credit. I wish, but it's all good. Yeah. Uh, how well do, do you guys, uh, does Ralph come over every now and then and visit you guys? So what, what, what does he mean to you guys? Yeah. Um, I mean, he he was a player here, so um, whenever a, an ex player um, come comes back and and helps us out, it really means a lot because he's been through the grind. He knows what it takes, and he's been to to the highest level. So, um, yeah, he comes back and he he helps with the bigs um, and the workouts, and uh, he'll put Caden and Poppy through workouts. And even if he sees us shooters. Um, and he sees anything he can help with, he'll, he'll tell us to, to put your elbow in or hold the follow through a little longer. So um, he's a great mind to, to, to pick from and um, anything he gives to help us, uh, it means a lot for us. Yeah, it's, it's great that uh, a guy of his status, a Hall of Famer, uh, is active in the community and uh, that yep. uh, – has a connection with the, the team. That doesn't always happen at some of the schools around the country. So it's, it's great to see that. Um, the, uh, the freshmen coming in, uh, have you gotten to know them pretty well by uh, their visits? And uh, I guess uh, Isaac Manili is the closest guy. I guess he can come over a little more often than the others. But if you, you kind of formed a bond with any of those guys by email or, or – texting or whatever um yeah yeah when they're on their visits they they hang out with us as a team um so we're able to to create that bond there um but yeah um yeah we've created a little bit of a bond but it's not the same as as when they're here and on campus so um when they get to campus I'm sure they'll be hanging out hanging out with us like I did with Ty and Dre and Jack um my first year so um, it'll be good to get them on campus for sure. Looking for a great dining experience in Charlottesville? Look no further than the Aberdeen Barn. 
The barn has been family owned and operated since 1965, with Terry and Angela providing great atmosphere and mouth-watering food at Virginia's Big Time Steakhouse. Enjoy the fine dining or relax in the Sportsman's Bar, a fantastic place to wind down and socialize, surrounded by flat screen televisions tuned to the latest sporting events. You never know who you might bump into at the Aberdeen Barn, where all the greatest Cavaliers have dined over the decades and keep coming back for the delicious menu and good times. Check it out online at AberdeenBarn.com or call 434-296-4630. Ty kind of took you under his wing your freshman year, uh, and I know you've you've done that some with Reese. Anybody in this class that you, you're going to share all your knowledge with? <laughs> uh, I think just just all of them in general, just showing them the culture of UVA and, and what it takes to play at this level. Um, so bringing them in into workouts, if I'm working out on the side, um, outside of practice and um, getting shots up with them and just um, pretty much showing them what it takes to, to be here. And if, if they're struggling in practice, I'll, um, encourage them just as much as I'm going to push them to, to be better. Um, I know Reese, when we were down at the ACC uh, tip-off in Charlotte back in October last year, talked about how hard it, you and, and he had um, worked on your shot all summer. What did that entail, and, and what will it be like this summer? Uh, yeah, I kind of just um, – so when everybody went back, I stayed here and I was able to get in the gym and work out. And TB just helped me along with my shot every day um, in the morning before class. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I did and continue that when I went home. And uh, this year, um, just been getting up shots and getting in workouts with um, different coaches um, and just staying in the gym, just trying to get better each and every day. What was it like against Duke here when you went on that streak? I mean, you had to be feeling it big time. Like, you know, we've seen guys over the years on video, uh, Jordan and and people that couldn't miss for a certain period of time, and they just shrugged their shoulders. And what what kind of feeling was that when you hit six and three-pointers in a row against Duke that night? Uh, Yeah, it was was an amazing feeling. and it was just, you know, whenever you could see see the ball going going like that, um, felt awesome. And just being able to help my team really is the most important thing. So, um, yeah, just trying to work on my shot and get it to be that consistent um, a lot of the time. So, when you're on a streak like that, does you you feel mentally that you just can't miss? Even though you know that you're going to at some point, but does it feel like that that everything is going to go in? Yeah, uh, yeah, you kind of get that mindset, and um, uh, I think it's you know I think some of the best shooters uh, that's just the mindset that they have. Um, so just trying to have confidence in myself like that every time I pull the trigger, um, because I know I put in the work. So um, trying to get to like that to be consistent. And, and beating Duke and Cameron was a huge deal. It's only. Uh... I think only like three or four Virginia teams have done that in the last 35 years or something. Um, 
Well, what did that mean to you and your teammates? Oh, it meant a lot. Um, just to to put in the work throughout the whole year and and uh, to come away with that win uh, meant a lot. Um, especially on an away game and um, against Duke, they were. I'm not sure what they were in the country at that time, but it was definitely a big time win for the program. Yeah, because not not just anybody goes into Cameron and wins. That's it's got to be satisfying, especially uh, with the crowd and all that. Yeah, the atmosphere, the atmosphere there is um, unbelievable. So those are the games that you you play for, and um, yeah, those are the games that you play for and you live for. So uh, just to be able to compete in those settings uh, means a lot. Chris? The ACC is going to be tough this year. Carolina's got mostly everybody back. Brady Manick won't be back, but the, the core of their group will be back. Duke will bring another big class in. Um, I mean, you know, there were some people saying the ACC was was maybe down this year. I, don't, I think we saw in the uh, NCAA tournament that was not the case. But but next year should be uh, another banner year for the conference. Uh, and, and, and you guys are going to be right there in the mix of it all. Um what do you think about, you know, next season, not just for Virginia, but for the ACC as a whole? Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't follow the, like, the recruiting and who everybody's bringing in and stuff like that. I do know Carolina's bringing most of their guys back. Um, so they're definitely going to be a tough opponent. But I think the ACC is always, uh, in my eyes, the best conference in the country. So um, you'll just know you'll have to, to lace them up and, be ready for a battle uh, every night out. So um, trying to be at your best um, every night to just try to get a win um, is what is what it's going to take. Finals probably aren't far away. Uh, what, a week or two away for you guys right now? Yeah, next week. Next week? All right. So um, yeah. and uh, what, what are you going to be doing next year? Uh, have you picked out what program you're going to be getting into next year? No, still trying to figure out um what program I'm gonna be in uh I know a couple of the programs are maybe not feasible just because of the scheduling with classes and um what you have to do for those for those programs just because of like practice and stuff mm -hmm. so um if I can't find a program um that works I'll do professional learner um where I can take classes in specific areas catered to kind of what I want to do so that uh that route also works UVA Orthopedics and Sports Medicine boast one of the finest teams of doctors in the country, and they're right here in Charlottesville to not only provide care for the University of Virginia athletic teams, but also the Charlottesville and Central Virginia communities. UVA Orthopedics has been a proud sponsor of the Jerry Ratcliffe Show for the past two years, with numerous team members featured in weekly segments where doctors share great insight into various sports injuries, what causes them, how to treat them, and recovery time. Their team of experts are there for you and offer the best care to solve your health problems and get you back on your feet. Let their team of specialists get you back in the game. Uh, how cool was it to have your family come uh, for the last uh, couple of games, I guess, this past season, regular season? Uh, you know, all, all the way and had re uh, relatives from Hawaii and everything. Uh, how cool was that for you to have them there? Yeah, it means a lot. Um, I love my family and, and the support they give me. So um, for them to be able to come out all the way from Hawaii meant a lot. And, um, yeah, I know 
I know we didn't pull out a win, but to just have them in the stands and uh, to know that they're supporting me and they got to come out here um, means everything for me. Tell, tell us a little bit about your family. Uh, uh, a lot of people, you know, Tony has described you ever since you were a freshman as a warrior. Um, uh, I think maybe you got some of that from your dad. Uh, mentality? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say I, I definitely got it from my dad. I mean, I learned basketball from him. I, I played because it, because of him, he played uh, growing up and in college, he played D2 at Hawaii Hilo. Um, but from a young age, he, he always had me working on my defense and he always told me I was going to be uh, the shortest guy on the court. So just playing with a chip on my shoulder and um, knowing that, you know, there's always going to be people who doubt me and my abilities, um, but just trying to have the confidence in myself and doing whatever it takes uh to help my team win. Yeah, I mean, that's important uh, that your father was that kind of a uh, example for you and, and uh, gave you that, like you said, the chip on your shoulder to, to play with. That's obviously that's helped you throughout your high school and college career. It's, uh, it's a pretty special bond, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've learned uh, if not, almost everything if not everything from him so um just being able to go out there and compete and um I know him watching me it means a lot to him so um just trying to go out and uh try to make him proud so um does does he offer you critiques from time to time <laughs> after games you guys talk yeah all the time he'll he'll be texting me during the game just so when I come back to my to my phone after the game, I'll have a long list of text messages. Uh, you missed a free throw, turnover, something like that. So um, he's always in my ear, and he's always offering advice for me, which um, I love. So tell tell us about your mom. Oh my my mom, she uh, she you know at first she was always like, "Don't get hurt, don't do this, watch out, be careful." Um, but now she's the loudest one in the stands and um she's always screaming in the stands and I know her love and support for me um is is always at an all-time high and um I love her for that and um it means a lot to me that that she can come out and support me and to just watch her firstborn um play basketball so um you know, you you were mentioned minutes a while ago. You were second in the ACC in minutes with uh, thirty, a little over thirty six a game. Uh, I think the one of the NIT games, one of the, one of the two overtime games. I don't think you ever even came off the floor. Um, you have an opportunity, and, and I'm certainly sure that you will, to break a bunch of Virginia career records next year in games played, minutes played, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. You already have uh, over a thousand points and five hundred assists. What uh, what are these milestones going to mean to you? I know it might be difficult to think about that now because you still have another year to play. But uh, how cool will it be to walk out of here with all those kind of records under your belt? Oh, it'd be it'd be awesome. Um, you know, just to be able to be mentioned in, in that in those topics. Um, I think my record should have a, a asterisk next to it just because it 
because of COVID, you know, I'm able to to get that extra year. Um, but to just have those accolades and the stuff like the thousand points and the assists, um, you know, I think Tony's coach Bennett says it well. Those are like team awards. All the ACC awards are our team awards because without them, um, those things don't happen. So um, a lot of the credit goes to my teammates and um, and what they do. So, Chris. How much of an impact uh, on your life has Coach Bennett had, uh, not just on the court and in developing as a player, but with the five pillars uh, and, and just his example? How much how much has he helped you, uh, you know, grow and advance as a person? Yeah, a lot. Um, I think he's a he's one of the most genuine coaches I think I've ever had, um, and just a person he is and the way he carries himself. Um, he's, he's helped me grow a lot and especially with the pillars. Um, I think, you know, coming into your first year, you're kind of, you know, what are these, like, they're kind of foreign to you and kind of new to you a little bit. Um, but I think that those are things that, um, how you should carry your life. And obviously they, they play an impact on this program on and off the court. Um, so he means a lot to me. Uh, I guess anytime, Kia, that you've been around for a while and uh, you're one of the most visible players in the ACC, you, you're going to have detractors. Uh, most of the Virginia fan base and, and media uh, like your game and are complimentary and appreciate everything you've done. What What is it is that the detractors don't get about your game? Do they forget uh, about you having to set up the offense and be the the on-ball defender on defense and try to take the other point guard out of his game? Uh, do they just look at points and and think that that's not enough? What what are they what are they what are they missing? What do they don't get about you? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. Um, I, I feel like that's a question for them. Uh, I kind of don't pay no mind to them and what they say. So, um. I mean, you can't please everybody, right? So uh, I kind of just don't really worry about them and just trying to worry about um, what my team needs and what my coaching staff uh, requires me to do. So um, that's honestly all I'm worried about. How much pressure is there on the point guard for, for those two very things that you you have to set up your offense and get the ball to the right guy in the right place and then on the other end, You've got to make sure the other point guard doesn't do that. How much pressure is that on on a, on you to to be able to accomplish that? That's that's not, not to mention the rest of your game. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not easy, um, but I think that's the that's the point guard's job, right? So I don't think it's so not a it's not a lot of pressure on me, but I know that that's what's asked of me, um, especially on our team. So. Um, just trying to do my job to the best of my abilities to, to set up the offense and take care of the ball and and on the defensive end to to pressure the ball um, full court and to just try to disrupt their offense, um, which I know is, is it's hard to do, um, but I know I'm capable and I know I have the the faith and the support of my teammates and my coaching staff, so that's why I'm able to to try and go out there and do it. What do you think about the NIL? That's that's the big the big thing these days from a student athlete's uh, view. Uh, what do you think about it? Uh, coaches say that 
you know, they don't begrudge players getting paid. I don't think anybody does really. Uh, but uh, from from your view and, and other teammates are, are not just at UVA, but other players around the country, what do you think it needs to be regulated? Do you, can you kind of see it getting out of control around the country? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't really know. I mean, I know with the NIL, uh, some crazy deals are being passed around, and I know it depends with, like, what sport you play. I know the football guys, especially the quarterbacks, get a lot of money. Um, but, honestly, I'm I'm happy for the guys that, that can get their deals and, and do get paid because I, um, I know it's a tough decision in, in, in that area and people thinking that they should get paid for their name, image, and likeness because they – um, a lot of places and teams and the NCAA do um make a lot of money off of them. So, um, I'm I'm honestly uh all for them getting as much money as they can. Um, but to a certain extent, until it kind of um detracts away from their performance on the court and and off the court in the classroom and stuff. So, um, in that area, if it needs to be regulated, yeah, I think it it can be if that fails. Uh, we'll we'll wind down here in a couple of minutes, but uh, you you talked about culture, uh, introducing culture to uh, the new freshmen coming in this fall uh, or this summer actually. Um, what will you emphasize to them in terms of Virginia culture and 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 what did London and and those uh, and those guys and Ty uh, introduce to you? Um, back in the day when you first came in that, that you needed to know was part of Virginia basketball? Um, I think just the the way they worked, um, especially Ty um, and how he, he took Dre and um, they went to workouts and just putting in the off-season work. Um, and during the season, they just, you know, they always got in the gym. They always worked on their game. Um and then when it came to team practices, it's it's going to be hard. It, it's hard to play at UVA. Um, the coaches demand a lot, um, especially on the defensive end, of course. Um, but that, um, you know, they're, they're first-year guys. So to not hang your head and just to move on to the next play because um, you're going to get better. You're going to learn the system. Um, it just takes time. So um, I think those those two things just – trying to put in the work and working hard and then um on the defensive end just not hanging your head um even on the offensive end if you make a mistake um to just keep your head up and uh to to uh to just have that working worth it working um just to to be able to work and to have that chip on your shoulder um because we're we are usually the underdogs and a lot of people underestimate us so um, to just have that in the back of their minds. What are you uh, What are you going to do for fun this summer? What What does Kihei do to unwind? <laughs> <laughs> this summer, um, I took my two week break after the season ended. Um, so you know we're back in the gym already, and um, for fun, I'll be I'll be working out and spending time with my family. Um, going back home, so. Well, that's cool. You get to go back home for a little while. That's that's great. Uh, Chris, yeah. you got anything? 
Yeah, just uh, I think the public speaking class is working. Uh, I remember standing in the uh, locker room, Kihei, with you after the uh, in Minnesota, Minneapolis, uh, after the final uh, the final four in a championship game. And, you know, there were a lot of people asking questions and, and you you look like you want to do anything but talk <laughs> to the media. And, and yeah. so, yeah, I, I can see that uh, that uh, you're you're the, the class work. You're out of your shell now a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> No, we appreciate you, and uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Um, you have to go over there and get Ralph to give you one of those big juicy steaks, one of those Tony Bennett steaks. Uh, <laughs> I did, I did see that on the menu, so maybe <laughs> I have to, I have to to hit him up for that. You'll have to dive into it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Kihei, for your time. We really appreciate it, man. And uh, have a good summer. We'll see you around from time to time. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. You guys have a good one. All right, you too. Take care.